This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. Um, I'm just going to apologize right up from the start that I'm sorry that my sound does not sound as good as it can be. I'm mostly apologizing to Jared. It's okay. Um, <laughs> Your sound is not sound, but we're going to do our best. Are you okay? Like, will you be able to deal with it? I'm sweating a little bit over here. I don't know what this is going to sound like. Hopefully good. It'll be fine. Sorry, everybody. You know what? It's Thanksgiving. I hope that you're a little bit sauced listening to us anyways. Like, you can't expect the best. Her mic broke, and we she's traveling, and she doesn't have a car. She can't go get a new one. We can't Amazon <laughs> one, and we both want Thanksgiving off, so we're doing it. And I we, hope you guys understand that we put out three episodes a week. We rarely have technical difficulties. We're rarely. Just, we got this one. I don't think we've ever even had an audio difficulty ever because we have Jared with us all the time. So I feel Once really bad. Once we had bad. Jared, it was good. But oh, yeah, I mean, no. in the beginning, in the beginning, we struggled. In the beginning, it was all bad. We still struggle, but you know what? We polish it up a little better. Three know? episodes a week. We're not. We're doing okay. We're yeah. doing our best. Most people, you know what, don't even have an episode on Thanksgiving week. So we're giving it to you. We're here. You're welcome. You're we love freaking you. welcome. And we're thankful for you. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to have a little bit of a Thanksgiving episode today because I love reflecting and seeing what we're thankful for during the year. Um, do we have any housekeeping? I guess join our Patreon if you want more episodes. They sound be- probably better than this one does. Our Patreon's awesome and we get to cover the cases that have really fascinated us in the true crime space that we were limited from doing in our traditional show because we don't have an interview for it, right? So we have great stuff. Four more episodes a month lots of content. It's worth it. Oh, and you know what else is going to be out by the time this episode airs? Our new merch. Ooh. Yeah. What's up with the merch? I meant to ask you that. I'm going to pick it up tomorrow. What? Um, you I'll bring you home go some. get it? Well, the, our warehouse is the Maine's merch warehouse. Amazing. So it's in Phoenix. I love it. I'm so a one-stop I, shop, baby. He really, he really it's is. So, it's so funny how integrated Jared and I have become in our professional <laughs> lives with each other. But we just seem to like have the tools that the other one doesn't have, you know? It's yep. perfect. So anyways, I'm going to pick up the merch. It should all be available right now on our website. Everything is very limited, uh, limited run of things. So go check it out. And there's a 
very, very exclusive sweatshirt only available to our Patreon subscribers. You can't find it if you're not in the Patreon. So, and it's my favorite design. So I'm very excited about it. I'm so excited to see it. It's going to be fun. Um, Okay. So should we get into the day today? Yes. Let's get into it. Okay. So today is obviously Thanksgiving, but it is November, which by the way, did you know that Jared just realized that Thanksgiving is... Not the same. Not the same day or date every year. It's the third Thursday of every of November. Yes, it was on Thursday. He did not know that Thanksgiving was on Thursdays. I didn't know the Thursday thing was the thing. He thought it. He thought it might have been on Saturday. I'm pretty oblivious just in general, so you know, my bad. I'll pay more attention. Anyways, it's Thanksgiving, but it is also November 24th, and. This hasn't happened that often where I go to look up the day and there are multiple days that I'm like, I don't know which one I want to dive into the most. I'm ready. So I'm going to give you two and you can tell me which one you want me to do a little bit of a dive into and then we can kind of go through the other ones. Excellent. So on November 24th, 1963, Jack Ruby kills Lee Harvey Oswald. So, you know, Lee Harvey Oswald is allegedly the guy that killed JFK. Mm -hmm. So he was also assassinated and it happened on November 24th. So that is one of the days. Fascinating. It's a good one. The other day is on November 24th, 1932, the FBI crime lab opens its doors for business. So that was the official opening of the FBI. Should we just dive into both of them? I think so. We can do like a fast dive. So... Um, we're going to go to Jack Ruby killing Lee Harvey Oswald first. So at 12.20 p.m., EST in the basement of the Dallas police station, because you know Dallas is where JFK was killed, Lee Harvey Oswald, the alleged assassin of President John F. Kennedy, is shot to death by Jack Ruby, who was a Dallas nightclub owner, which is kind of weird. Very interesting. Hmm. So we all know that, I mean, I think we all know about JFK uh, being assassinated. Uh, He was riding a car with Jackie O. He gets shot in the face. It is the most crazy, crazy thing I've ever seen on video. Um, and then... Yeah, they made me watch it like 25 times in a row when I was like 12. I've I know. In school. Oh, no, you... I mean, you see it happen. Like, you see the I've whole thing. I've seen it like in archival flashes in some other docs that like reference it, but I've never actually like studying it and studied it. And I know a lot of people are into the conspiracy theories behind it and stuff. And it's just never interested me. Yeah. It's... Uh, it, I mean, it's very horrific and gore. I mean, you, I really you see feel the for thing. Jackie O. She's been through hell, man. I know. She was literally in the car right next to him. It had to have so been the most traumatizing. traumatizing experience ever. So this happens. And then um, 30 minutes after he was assassinated, this guy was arrested in a movie theater by police. And he was formally arraigned on November 23rd. But on November 24th, he was brought to the basement of the Dallas police headquarters on his way to a more secure county jail. So he wouldn't get assassinated. So a crowd of people and police with press and live TV and all of these people, um, they start rolling and they're gathering to witness his departure from the one place to the next. And as he comes in the room, Jack Ruby emerges from the crowd and fatally wounds him with a single shot from a concealed 38 revolver. So he was immediately t- detained and he claimed that rage at Kennedy's murder was the motive for his action. Some called him a hero, but he was... Uh, convicted of first degree murder for murdering um, the murderer. Can't be so, vigilantes, guys. 
You really can't. And he's always featured like in all these assassination conspiracy theories. And many people believe that he killed Oswald to keep him from revealing a larger conspiracy because, you know. That's the big one. I mean, that's <laughs> what, you know, you get somebody going on that. It's very meta, conspiracy yeah. meta. I know. Um, well, that's what started the whole, that's what started conspiracy theories for like in the, the grander scheme of things was JFK's conspiracy really like set it off. So it's actually one I haven't dove that far into that I would like to know more about, but you know, only there's so only, many hours in the day. There's only so many <laughs> hours in the day. So that was that. And then I'll, I'll like do a little glaze over of the FBI crime lab. So that officially opened on November 24th, 1932, and it was initially operated out of a single room and had only one employee. Can you imagine the time when the FBI was only one dude? Small time. Well, imagine how they were getting complaints. Like, it's not like emails were coming in or even phone calls, right? It's like... They probably, like, knocked on the door and it's yeah, like, Yeah, hey, knocked on the door. It's thing? like, I've got a caper for you Urgent telegram. And, they, like, people had to know they existed. <laughs> like, did the information about this FBI crime lab, how was that disseminated? Like, it was probably like they had one case a year or something. It, and it had to only have been local cases around Washington, D.C. Because, like, how is a case from California going to make it over to this one dude? His name was... Agent Charles Apple. That Ooh, was the first guy. Okay. Chuck Apple. Chuck, Chuck, Charlie Apple. Charlie Apple. Charlie Appleseed. Wow. And he began his FBI crime lab with a borrowed microscope and a pseudoscientific device called a helixometer. And that was basically the helixometer assisted investigations with gun barrel examinations, but it was actually for more show than function. So it was kind of like a, a pseudo smoke until you make it. trick. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it, baby. We're all doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it said in its early days, the FBI crime lab worked on approximately 200 pieces of evidence a year, which is more than I would have thought. Um, but by the 1990s, that mul- number multiplied to approximately 200,000. Because obviously, yeah, Charlie got, was busy. He was doing his thing. And they said that it really first started off as like a PR sort of a thing for like their public relations, probably to make them look like they're doing more than they're doing. Sure. So, so wow, that was wild. that. Yeah. It, that's like, it's so interesting. Like the humble beginnings, you know? Very. And the only other thing, there's so many things. D.B. Cooper uh, parachutes out of a plane on November 24th, 1971, never to be seen again. Still unsolved. Still unsolved. I read that somebody found like 5000 because he had asked for like $200,000 in like ransom money or something when he was doing it. And somebody found like five grand of that uh, kind of recently. But other than that, he just disappeared into thin air. Yeah. Well, like everyone could hijack a plane back then. Like oh, yeah. a 16-year-old girl did it twice, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. there was an interesting story about her. But like oh, anyone could do it. They were just, because they were just letting people do it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're like, the plane is Simpl- mine now. Simpler times. Simpler times. Um, November 24th, 1991, Freddie Mercury died. So that is a really sad day. Very sad. Oh. November 24th, 1946, Ted Bundy was born, which is also a very sad day. And then also November 24th, 1874, American inventor Joseph Glidden patents barbed wire. So that was the invention of uh, November 24th. Inspiring tattoos across America for (laughs) decades and decades. Arm tattoo. Exactly. So that is a very jam-packed day. So I thought that you, or I hope that you got a little wrinkle in your brain today. Um, That's we're not all in addition to Thanksgiving. 
which is shocking. Yeah, it's crazy. I forgot that Thanksgiving was even happening after all that. Honestly, I know. Well, I kind of I like the idea of doing um, more than one, even if we're just glazing over it, because it is interesting. You know, you're you're getting a new wrinkle in your brain. So um, we're gonna get into some Thanksgiving vibes in a little bit, but before then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead guilty or not guilty? Welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, and an idea to The Stand. We're having a healthy discussion about it. We're voting if it's guilty or not guilty. We're bringing it to Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. And you can also call us and let us know what you love or hate for this week. And do we have that phone number for our lovely listeners, Alexis? 818-446-6889. Again, that is 818-446-6889. We will try to remember to put it in the show notes. I hope there, I don't know. It gets I forget there some... literally every week. I always you do? Forget. Yep. You're this so good, This is just Jared. a running joke, I guess, for everybody. No, I just don't check. <laughs> you guys so are running, like, the running I haven't, joke. Like, yeah. So I'm just like too anxious to check in case it's not there because I'm... I don't like to micromanage anyone and I'm never going to be like, Jared, you forgot to put the number in the show notes. So I just don't look. And Lex, I'm like, maybe it's there, maybe it's it not. There as, I haven't put it in there one time. I'm you so haven't? sorry, everybody. I'll remember this week. I promise. Oh, see, you haven't. See, I don't want to. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I don't sorry. Know. I have other I have bigger fish. I have bigger fish to fry. That's why I don't ask. And I don't look because I'm like, if it's not there, I'm not going to bug Jared about it. The running joke is that. But it's also that we have video coming soon. We do. I'm in the studio right now. I've been organizing the studio for like a few hours. We just should have been like a little bit more honest with our time frame. I feel like by soon we're like in a few months once we figure out. And January. There is no actual, the new year. Yes. New year. New video. New year. New us. We were at we did Friendsgiving at Alexis's place and our friend afton was like hey the video thing because she listens every week she was like hey the video thing is that like a, a joke that you guys have going where you just keep saying <laughs> that you're gonna do it and then you're just not going <laughs> you guys like, no it's coming oh, no, we're doing it <laughs> i just organized all of our cords oh my god you know we've been having organized hundreds cord. of boxes of like shit coming here of like lights yeah but camera I, action i was right? laughing though i was like how long do you think we can keep it up for like <laughs> Just well, we're only saying. hurting ourselves by not doing it. We got to give the people what they want. We're on I it. Know. We're on it. We're on okay. it. Okay. Who do you want me to start? Who else I got a good it? one. All right. You go first. Okay. So this is in keeping with our Thanksgiving Day theme. Um, for those of you who eat meat, I eat meat. I know Jack and Jared eat meat. Um, mm. I Poultry. This is only about poultry. This isn't about other meats. I don't want to hear anything else about it. But what I'm putting on the stand, <laughs> I'm putting white meat or light meat, whatever oh. you call it, white like chicken or turkey. Okay. I'm a dark meat gal because no matter how juicy or what, like perfectly cooked a, a fowl is, white meat is so dry. And mm. like if you try to reheat it the next day, it's like a dust. It's like a dusty <laughs> bird and I don't want it. So I'm like a dark meat person i want dark meat it's juicy it tastes better and it keeps better and it's better leftovers so i don't know and i know people are like "Ooh, dark meat what does that mean i don't care it's just better well dark meat <laughs> is the well white Superior meat is the breast meat. well white meat is the chicken breast or the turkey breast and the dark meat is usually on their little leggies right well, yes but like there's that's right i like an appendage meat 
<laughs> I know that's so fucking gross. I'm sorry. Appendage but meat. Let's go with meat, dark meat. White meat is so dry. Yeah. I you do you know how I feel about it. You don't it, right? like honest meat. You like she a breast only. I like only white meat, only a breast. Um dark meat really Isn't freaks it me dry? out. It is. Yes, but I like it. I mean, I like, I can dress up my own meat. I can sauce it up. That's why I love sauces so much. I can make it anything that I want it. It's kind of like a clean slate or the dark meat. You kind of don't know what you're going to get. You don't know how gummy it's going to be, how how rubbery. Like it, it's not it's rubbery. Really, it's just it's unexpected. No, Jack is the biggest. It. Jack is the biggest foodie that I know with the most rules so and limitations picky. around it. It was my vegetarianism really threw me my, and my veganism really threw me for a loop. Well, we went that, on that journey together and I totally went in the other direction where when Jack and I were like 21, we read a book called Skinny Bitch that fucked us both up. Don't we were, read it. We were living together. All we lived on was Doritos and like chicken nuggets and well, Oreos. Well, Skinny Bitch literally is like a book that gives it, you an eating disorder. It's a scare tactic book about like veganism. Everything. And we didn't know that. It was just because the internet wasn't as like pervasive. We didn't really know what it was about. But we're like, let's read this book. And we would drink at night and I would eat meat like from the meat carts in Hollywood when we'd go out after being vegan for like months. And I would yeah. cheat on veganism because it just <laughs> doesn't agree with me. But to the meat try- carts, that's where you're going to cheat? Oh, yeah. I would get oh, like those... Such an extreme, like that's whiplash. I know, one but when I was other. intoxicated, that's what the body, yeah, my body wanted for sure, because that's what your body just needs. I went the other direction, <laughs> and I just went. We we're both vegetarian together. I mean, she was vegetarian. Okay, She's well, doing I just quotes. cheated, but I was pretty consistent. <laughs> other than that, because all we ate was veggie nuggets. But I went the other way, and I just kept reading more books, and I did more things, and I started going to more like pseudo scientific, like food allergists, and then I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to go vegan and I'm also going to go gluten-free and I'm also going to go soy-free and nut-free. And then I was just so fucking sad and could eat nothing except for carb, carb, carbs. And then it did the opposite of what I was looking for. Um, but I did that for like eight years. And I think doing that for so long, I was so far away from meat that even now I've been eating meat for like 10 years, but it's just, I still, I don't want it too honest. I want I it to be the, yeah. the, the very like prepare, cut off all of the little fatty pieces Give me the nice prepared chicken nugget. Fry. Yeah, I celebrate every part of the animal. I eat all of it. I love dark meat. I, That's I great, Jared. It. I just no. I'm, I'm siding with Alexis here. I think dark meat is delicious. Yeah, it's very good. It is good. I understand the flavoring part of it, but it just it, it freaks me out a little bit too much. But you know what? I I understand the argument. Yeah, for it. All mm-hmm. right, so I'm gonna go. Not guilty. Not guilty. I'll go not guilty. Meat. There you go. You know what? Mm. I don't mind it. If, if Jared tastes it and he's like, you will be okay with this. I'll be like, okay, I'll have a bite. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We got, we can find out in, in well, I guess by the time. Today. Yeah. We're going to find out today. If I get a dark meat piece, I don't want it. I only You'll want You'll have to let breast. the people know. We'll, we'll give you guys an update. I'll let the people know. Okay. I'm going to go next. So I am putting on the stand and I actually, uh, this came to my mind when I was talking to Matt Alexis, when we oh. were at your house for Friendsgiving, we were just having a conversation about Ubers and I'm putting on the stand, having small talk with your Uber driver, specifically mm. when you put the quiet mode on and then they still talk to you because now there's the option on Uber that you can put quiet mode. You can put like, do you want cold air or something like that? There's like preferences that you can put on now. And if you go into the Uber and you're like, I'm specifically not asking to talk to you. And then they still talk to you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, now, do you feel do you feel guilty if you were to check this option and then get in the car? Do you feel like you're automatically right out of the gate the asshole? I do. I would. Yes. I feel. So the would same you not way. do it for that reason? I don't do it. I for would that never reason. do it because. <gasps> but I, but I, what I do is I put out a vibe. So instead of like confirming that I'm an asshole with a check on an app, I just get in the car. I'll do the real quick. Hey, how's it going? He's like, here's where we're going. And then what I do is I, I in my seat, especially because I take a lot of early flights, I do this move where I lay back and I just put my head back like this <laughs> and I look like I'm like falling asleep. And then if, if you do that for like four minutes, then you can kind of sit up and like pull your phone out. But if they think you're super duper tired, they'll kind you of do like a weekend at Bernie's kind of. Vibe. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You're like, is he dead? I'm unsure. I guess I won't try to talk to him. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the Elaine Bennis move in Seinfeld where she pretended she was deaf, but then he caught her she, <laughs> over the transmitter. I think they brought up maybe JFK. They brought up, they brought I, up someone on the radio and she's like, oh my God, I love so-and-so. And yeah. he, she's like, he's like, you're not deaf. Dude, I actually think that this is what... It, but like uh, started our conversation. I think we were talking about that episode of Seinfeld when she was pretending to be deaf. Probably. Um, well, I'm the asshole, I guess. I like putting it on. I'd rather be the asshole beforehand than be the asshole once they start talking to me and then I have to be like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. See, what you can do is pretend to be nauseous. <laughs> then no one can prove you wrong. So you're like, I'm sorry. So if they, they talk to you, you be like, be like, I'm so sorry. I'm just feeling a little nauseous. It's better if I just don't talk. And like, can you blast the air? Then they're like, Oh yes. Don't want to agitate that in my okay. car. Okay. But then they're like, there's always a chance that they pull over and kick you out of the car, which is not good. I know. They're that like, are you going to throw up in my new Tesla? Yeah. Yes. That's always uh, a Tesla picking me up in Uber is now I'm like, interesting. What? Lucky, I always get like a cloth covered like I get like really nice cars, and I'm like, this is interesting. Hmm. They're they're stepping it up over there. Um, I'm gonna say small talk and Ubers is still guilty in my mind. Oh, definitely guilty. Yeah, not guilty. I think it's like the human condition, and like maybe just trying to connect. Maybe it just keeps them occupied. They're bored. You know, I know they are bored. Just, yeah, driving around's boring. And like, there's a time though. There's a time when I pick me up after the bar. We can talk. Th- that's <laughs> Take true. me home after the bar. I'll talk to you the whole way. I got plenty to say at that point. You will start the conversation, oh, and you so will be friendly. going into Metallica deep dives or something. Yeah, I do it all the See, time. Talking makes me very uncomfortable. I've realized, like, I thought I was an extrovert my whole life. I keep telling Jack about this, but I'm really an introvert, and it makes me uncomfortable. But I people please, and I get really exhausted by it. So I don't want to talk, but I feel too guilty. All right. Jared, what are you putting on the stand today? I'm going to stick with the Thanksgiving theme. And I'm going, because I, I was talking to some of the guys in my band. We were working on music earlier today, and we were talking about plans for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And some guys this year are going with a non-traditional Thanksgiving dinner. So I am going to put on the stand, Mm. deviating from the norm, you know, the turkey, the gravy, the mashed potatoes, and doing something, getting the fam together and doing Thanksgiving, but not doing the traditional Thanksgiving dinner items. Um, We've done it one year in my family. We did, we grilled ribeye steaks one year. Oh my God. Like totally overcooked them. They were terrible. (laughs) So like, I think... I'm I'm saying that it, it's guilty to deviate because I'm expecting to eat a dry turkey. It's like the only time dusty bird in, turkey. It old yes. dusty bird. So to me, I I don't really think it's a great idea. I think it in theory it sounds awesome, but I think there's something to getting together, cooking the bird, making the sides, and then 
having this meal that you would never ever eat otherwise there's something that i kind of enjoy about it just my favorite meal i would make it otherwise only with chicken that's what we did on friendsgiving that's exactly my favorite meal in the world yeah. So I agree. It's also my favorite meal of the world. So I think that's so guilty deviating. Like I'm like, I want every little like thing that makes Thanksgiving Thanksgiving, but I love it so much that I only really want to have it on Thanksgiving. Like it's that special to me. So even when we were doing Friendsgiving, it gave me a little bit of anxiety because I'm like, am I going to ruin Thanksgiving for myself? Because, <laughs> the answer because was I'm no. going to have, because we kind of did, we did deviate on Friendsgiving. Yeah. We but, did chicken instead of turkey. And then, but other than that, it was pretty spot on. But like even but some of the sides that we had were different than I usually have at Thanksgiving. So it was a it was different enough for me to be able to still thoroughly enjoy Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. But I I love it so much just the way it it's so pure that way. Very. It's so special and you're only going to do it that one time. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So guilty. Well, I agree with Jared where it's not right for me, but I know a few people who do it who aren't American, and I really do think it's no longer the picture of the pilgrims and the Native Americans with like corn husks and whatever. Like, I think the the spirit is getting together and eating, you know. Yeah. And if who doesn't if, like that? If that like corn fed, you know, meal, mashed potatoes and green beans, if that's not your thing, eat whatever you want. Just get get together with the fam. I would be very interested to know how many people aren't into Thanksgiving because I feel like Thanksgiving as a dinner, like the classic Thanksgiving is so universally liked and accepted. I haven't heard of many people that don't enjoy it, but like any other cuisine or something, you're going to have somebody that doesn't like it. Well, I just think it's cultural, right? Like if you're from like a first generation family, you probably, you have the day off, right? So you, you make tamales or like whatever it is sounds delicious yeah so it's i just think the essence is getting together and eating whatever you want eating whatever makes you happy yeah indulging there's nothing guilty about that nothing guilty about that so i think mistrial do what you want thanksgiving all right that's fine i've seen the light yeah yeah but for me it's for me no i want i want turkey and potatoes and corn and gravy all in one bite Mm, oh my god i can't wait for stuffing. stuffing Oh my God, I'm yeah. so hungry. Um, okay, do we have uh, one of our firsties on the stands? No, I'm not going to use one of those because I have extra worsties. Okay. Ooh, People okay. brought it with their Thanksgiving worsties. So we'll I want to save the time for that. Oh yeah, I forgot that we were doing that. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we're going to go right into True Crime Rewind, which is us talking about Thanksgiving. When All we right. come back. When I was growing up, I took French in high school, but I could never get the language to stick. I wanted to be fluent so bad, but it never happened. I just couldn't focus and I couldn't practice enough and it didn't work. But thankfully, there's Rosetta Stone, which is the most trusted language learning program. And it's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone is different. It immerses you in so many ways. And with its intuitive process, you can pick up any language naturally. First with words, then phrases, and then sentences. And before you know it, boom, conversations. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first-degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. 
Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Staud, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, welcome to True Crime Rewind Thanksgiving style, whatever. Um, It's not really True Crime Rewind at all, but... Um, I just wanted to take, you know, a few moments. We ran late or uh, long on our first part. We can do this like in a little quick shot. Um, But, you know, to really look back on our year and say some things that we're thankful for. We can talk about our Friendsgiving for a little bit because I think that what I really like is making new traditions. And this year we did our first annual Thanksgiving with all of our best friends in L.A. And I think it was really sweet and cute. I loved it. I had the time of my life. I didn't want to leave. We did it at Alexis and Matt's new condo that you guys completely renovated. And it was the first time that anybody really got to see it other than me and Jared kind of saw it when you're in mid construction. Right. But it was the big reveal and you guys did such an incredible job. It was so beautiful. I'm so jealous. Love you guys so much. It's it's kind of mad at you. It was so nice. God, it was really hard, but we did it because literally like we want to entertain and we want to have our friends over more. So we're super excited to be like the Hollywood hub now because I think we're kind of the only ones left over here. Yeah. You know, everyone's kind of like moving and and separating across the city. So we were super excited. It was so much fun, except I cut my hand open. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Jack had Because like, you hid that from the group. I saw you disappear. Well, I didn't want to make then... it a thing. And then Jack was like, where's Alexis, Matt? Because she's like a detective. And she came in and helped me. <laughs> I like walk into the bathroom and Alexis is like holding all of these paper towels completely covered in blood. And she's like, uh, I just like, uh, I nicked myself a little bit. And then I looked and I'm like. It was a huge cut. 
bad. <laughs> definitely probably needed a stitch. Did you ever because get a it stitch? It did not or... stop bleeding. No, because Matt made me wrap it so I couldn't bend it so it healed, but it's it's still yeah. a gap. It's still a mending. Well, it was I... bleeding all of that night. Like it I didn't it was it was kept bleeding through bandages. It was not great. But Jack was a true Jack was a trooper. She came in very steady, helped me with a hydrogen peroxide, like a champ. That stuff doesn't really make me she queasy. Loves it. No. She she was so excited. She was like, ooh, blood, let me help. Yeah, I she just was li- excited by that. I liked to help. Um, yeah, Alexis <laughs> cut her finger. What else happened? I made like the most epic cheese plate, which that's always something I feel like I can uh, intertwine into a Thanksgiving meal. You know, everybody loves a cheese board. There's not that much cheese in a Thanksgiving meal. No, it was great. It was super fun. Alexis made her legendary deviled eggs. I made <gasps> deviled eggs, which we did cheers with the deviled eggs and everyone ate one. It was <laughs> a highlight of the evening. You guys left me out of that. If you watch that video back, it's like the You're five not of there? you and I'm behind you and I just have He's a there. frown He just on wasn't face. invited into the egg no, cheers. <laughs> nobody gave me an I'm egg. I'm going to have deviled eggs at every event until I die. They're such a hit. <laughs> Yeah, Alexis's birthday is coming up, and I think for her birthday we're going to do an egg off. Like everyone's going to bring a deviled egg. It's going to be. But you have so to do fun. your own sort of uh, recipe, and everybody's has to be a little bit different. Yes, I'm going to have other food too, but I feel like everyone's on board with this, and we're going to do it. I'm going to do pickled eggs. Yes. Well, didn't you put pickles in your eggs? I use pickle well, juice, and, like I use some mayo and some pickle juice. Oh, oh my god! And I then I chop up anything. a ton of dill. Mm. Mm, it's so mm. cut you guys i can't do these episodes hungry matt also <laughs> made a bunch of vegan stuff that was so good surprisingly i was gonna make my own champ. stuffing because i don't want vegan stuffing and then everyone raved about his stuffing and i felt stupid i was like good thing i didn't make mine because it was really good you never would know, know it was vegan it's he almost really, like they write vegan recipes and write books books about it or something it's almost like it's yeah. his job yeah. yeah no matt brought it he's i mean wow it was really fun no, we had such a good time. I like that we finally decided to do that, and we're going to have to do it every year from now on out. Well, we're going to have a dinner every couple months, I feel like. I feel like we have to do that. It was just so fun, and we don't do it enough. Well, it's just as you get older, you realize you really don't see your friends that often, even though we all live— I mean, we're in L.A., so we actually are far as fuck from each other, but you know, you don't, you don't see your I see, pals. I see you a lot. Because we work together. No, we also hang out a lot. Not really. Yes, we do. <laughs> Not if it's not like attached to work. That's not true. We no, went to the true. Lady Gang we go show. We hang out on the boat and stuff with we Matt. Do boat. We, we, we do the boat. I saw you like four times socially in one week. Like, That's true. We do see each other a lot, but I we think also Jack get to work just doesn't together. Have, she lost her concept of time. Didn't I we did. all though? The pandemic yeah. sort of ruined the space time continuum for yeah. everyone. It really fucking did. Yeah. Um, I was also going to ask like... This is so stupid, but like, is there a, is there a meal that you guys had this year that you're like so thankful for or like an experience or a TV show or a book or a podcast or like anything that really stood out this year that you're like, you know what? Check. Hmm. I had a couple. I think our trip to France was, that was this year, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just got to make sure. Um, That was like five months ago. I thought it was awesome, and I think um, it looked really nice. We were like talking about how that, yeah, that's like one of my favorite trips that we've taken. I think it kind of set the stage for a possible place to go back and like get married and stuff. So, Cute, you guys. So that's fun, and uh, no, it really did. I don't know if I'd be into the French chateau vibes so much if I didn't kind of already experience. Yeah. That as long aside as from going to Paris, like Paris is just like another big city, but like experiencing France more in depth. As long yeah. as you guys like tell your venue that you need ice. 
Mm. I know the ice is so hard to come by. We didn't it's even so think hard. about that, but that's such a good point. Like you have I'm to sorry. have an ice machine. If there's no. no ice, it won't matter. No, I've just thrown it out there because I know you guys like ice. Uh, yeah, as you sip from your mega filled ice cup, Clink. that's right. Clanky yeah. clank. Um, that I think another trip that we took on, we took that I loved was uh, going to Salem and learning about the witch trials. That was like such an informative trip. I usually don't like going to monuments and seeing historical things really that much, especially because I feel like most places I've gone to, I've already done that like when I was younger. So this is such a cool thing to do to really go and learn about uh, the history of the Salem witch trials, which I only knew like the surface of. I thought your birthday trip was fun. Yeah. In Portland. Like when we went wine tasting and stuff, I I thought that was great. That was, what a, it was a retreat. Yeah, I was delighted by that. It was so epic. Did you and Matt do any trips solo? Not, I mean, yes. I mean, we went, not solo really. Like we went to Sedona, Tahoe, but because of the renovations, we didn't do anything since May. I know, because, you guys like, are so tied up. We, like, couldn't get away because we had all these decisions to make. So next year's vacation year for us. We're doing it. You're coming well, to my wedding. You're at least your going wedding. to France. That's right. So we'll be doing that. And we've well, got a bunch of Hopefully we can start it with, like, year. a New Year's trip, too. Hopefully this, this whole thing works out. I know. Hopefully we go to New Year's, uh, yeah. go to cinema for New Year's with you guys. So fingers we'll crossed. Um, all right. Well, I think that we should move on to, into these worsty firsties because I am, I forgot that we asked people for their stories and I'm so fucking excited. Me too. So let's just get into it when we're back. Looking for a new show to dive into? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like the full season of FX's epic limited series Shogun, FX's new international spy thriller The Veil, starring Emmy and Golden Globe winner Elizabeth Moss. And don't miss the all-new crime series Under the Bridge, inspired by shocking true events and starring Riley Keough and Lily Gladstone. It's all new, and it's streaming now on Hulu. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Come one, come all, you dirty, dirty, firsty, worsties. So we are just going to get right into this because I have four of these. If we don't get through all of them, I'll save two for next week as like a runoff. But uh, let's just hear what you naughtykins had to say about your past Thanksgivings. Hello, everybody. So I just have the best, worst Thanksgiving holiday story ever. Okay, so last year I was dating my now ex-boyfriend um and i was like i'm gonna bring you home for thanksgiving thought that was was a great idea my family is very interesting and i gave him like a two-page packet detailing every person in my family so he's prepared for everyone's mannerisms like what makes them tick everything so i was fully prepared for this printed this off gave it to him he thought it was the funniest thing and then 
I drove down on a Friday night to my hometown. Was spending time with my family. He came down Saturday morning because he was just going to come down for the day. Came down Saturday morning. I was like, I'm spending the night tonight. Like, I can drink. So I started drinking pretty early on in the day. Um, bad decision. But it's fine. So I'm drinking and we're playing games. And I'm the most competitive person in my entire family. And when I drink and get competitive, I start to tell people to fuck off. So very aggressively, I told him to fuck off when I beat him in a game. And then I told him to suck it multiple times. All of which he just kept giving me weird looks. My sister thought it was hilarious. My mom just kept looking at me as if, like, what are you doing? And then the day continues on. Everything seems fine. He leaves. I see him the next day. He's, like, a little weird, but it's, I don't think anything of it. Then the following week, which was actually the full week of Thanksgiving because we celebrated early, he ghosts me, okay? He lives in my apartment building. We started dating because we lived in the same building. He ghosts me as if I have no idea where he is or what he is doing. I see this man so often in my building. It is the most unfortunate situation. But yeah, so uh, 10 out of 10 would not recommend telling your boyfriend to suck it while you were very drunk at Thanksgiving while playing board games. But it's, it's fine. It's fine. Have a great day. Bye. I love this story. Um, because I don't know who's worse, like you or him. You sound like you sound like my twin. Like the whole packet of preparations and the yeah. anxiety about the family and then over competitive and then drinking a little too much while you're getting competitive and saying <laughs> things you don't mean. Like this sounds like something I would do. And you know what though? He didn't respond like an adult. Yeah. I okay, so I was gonna say she sounds like my twin in her way that she responds to competitive when stuff. she's playing games. Yeah, because I very regularly, regularly suck yell at Jared to fuck off and suck it while yeah. we're playing games all the time. But it's like a term; it's a term of endearment. Like it it's, means that we're just like getting into it, dude. You turn into a different person when you're playing a game. Like competitive it's, nature, it's not you're not supposed to be held to the same standard as regular life. Yeah, no. no Jack, it's... Jack turns into like Dennis Rodman. She's like a full blown like bully, like full shit talking. Like, and if she does beat me, I, it's like I, I'll be reminded like as I'm going to. Well, bed that's that where night. the suckets come. Like, to be all honest, the time. I'm like, none of us. It, to be it, honest, none of us handle competitive situations very well. Me and Afton get into it when we were playing uh, Spot It. Like, yeah. we, we like oh, would yeah. butt heads because like we're kind of similar with our yeah. competitive, and like none of us really handle it well. We're all pretty crass and in, in awful, like because just, we all get really into it. But I yeah. love the passion, like that's like I oh, love. It's so fun. Into you don't want it. somebody that's not competitive. Being competitive yeah. is so fun. So yeah. fun. And well, I just have to say that this guy is not right for you because if he can't like understand that you are doing that in like a flirty, jokey kind of a way, and that's like part of your personality, then he's just not the dude for you. Not to also, mention, like he lives right there. Like, what are you thinking, dude? Like, you know you're going to have to run into this person. You got to at least like cut it off. That's Fucking what I was going to say. Coward. This man loves pain and uncomfortable situations. Like, for him to just do this to himself is not a good sign. No. Masochist. You dodged a bullet, and you deserve someone who can handle... And meet you in this competitive playing ground. That's super fun. Because honestly, it sounds like a fucking blast. And honestly, if you ever see any of us out and about, we will play games with you any day. 
That's and I right. want to read your family notes because I wonder if they're similar to mine. I know. I need more information about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. On to the next. Next. This one is titled Thanksgiving Debacle. Oh, my God. Hi. I have a Thanksgiving firsty worsty here. Um, it, we and my family refer to it as the Thanksgiving debacle of 2015. Um, I, we, we were having Thanksgiving at my parents' house. Um, my mom was a little on edge and being a little snappy to my dad and my grandma and me and my sister and my kids. I had two small boys at the time and I went to text my husband, um, my frustrations. He was at work and I texted my mom instead. It, uh, did not go over well in my defense. All of the text said was, well, my mom's being crazy again, exclamation point. Needless to say, when I heard her phone go off in the kitchen next to her at the stove, I went up right away, owned it, apologized, and told her that she was being crazy, but she needed to calm down. Uh, yeah, so... That's fun. She didn't talk to me for two weeks. <laughs> um, anyway, love the show. It's probably not the worst thing that I've done, but it's definitely the worst holiday thing that I've done. Uh, Jack likes this. Gary, you guys are great. Love you. So um, I've done this. To your um, mom? I've done it too. No, but I wouldn't be afraid of my mom if I did it because okay. I call her out all the time for things and she would we kind of get over stuff pretty fast because we've had so yeah. much conflict that it's like not really a big deal anymore right um but i've definitely done this and ruined days for myself uh because it's really hard to backpedal out of it if you say something kind of in blunt um you about down. someone you gotta fucking double down you gotta you gotta own out. it and be like you guess, have to own it guess we're doing this now um this is how i really feel <laughs> I don't have my notes ready, but I guess we're going to have to get yeah. into this. I feel uh, very unprepared. But didn't want to do this here now, but, you know, uh, the stars have aligned where now I'm going to confront you about the resentments I've been um, carrying for quite a long time. Honest mistake. And honestly, it's kind of Freudian, you know, like you th yeah. you're thinking about the person. So you, you, you pull up their number by accident and it's sort of like maybe your subconscious wanted to check her. Maybe you had had enough. And you know what? Moms are little nuts i mean mm -hmm. i think kids drive them insane i'm not saying it's their fault they're nuts like we the burden of motherhood is heavy <laughs> yeah and um you know it's our fault they're a little nuts too so that's a shared <sighs> burden we all we all pass around with our moms i can relate i've done this too and it was to a friend and i know this in person what Yours was in person. Well, no, there was a tech. No, I was saying th this is a totally different thing. I was saying <laughs> things and was overheard, but the I actually have done the text message where you sent it to the person like a, over a decade ago, but I had sent it to a sent it to a friend about a friend, but both friends were with me where I was and it went to the wrong friend who was out on the patio and I just hear the door 
fly open <gasps> and he's like what the fuck and comes charging in and it's like we're like now we're like face to face and it was like this whole confrontation and it, it was, jared that sounds very similar to the other story that you did that i've well, also done it in person and i also witnessed like a colleague there was a group chat with the the coworkers. the girls all on the same level and there was one with our boss mm. and she talked shit about our boss in the mm, wrong with the one like with the, the boss and the boss thing. like we heard her coming down the hallway oh, it was dude. like can i talk to you for a minute we were all like <gasps> no because oh. we were all in it was and it like a chat, reply all in the chat the boss the boss was just like careful oh my god it was dude. To, in the group chat where we accident she accidentally sent it to the boss terrifying. oh god it was that is terrifying hair raisingly we like, gotta throw scary. the phones away Oh the, only the only time I've ever done that was to a guy that I had matched with on a dating oh, app. Oh, I know the story. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you texted us was, about how to like play it. No, this is genius. So if this ever happens to you, do this. Okay, so I was talking to this guy. He was so fucking boring. Like he was so boring. So I screenshot the conversation and then I went to go send it to my group <laughs> chat. And I was like, oh my God, this guy's so fucking boring with like the eye roll emojis, like three of them. And then he goes... Wait, what? Did you did you mean to send that to me? And I was like, Oh no, this is how this is how we get out of it. So what I did is I deleted me sending it to him, and then I screenshot our text, and I was like, Well, I I didn't ever send you anything. Like I don't know what you're talking about. Your phone just must be glitching. Gaslighting, denying <laughs> he, someone's reality. And then he believed me, and he was like, Oh, it just must be my phone. But he didn't ever ask me about the fact that I was like, this guy's so fucking boring underneath the screenshot. Well, you found out that he was boring and then you found out that he's also dumb because he's yeah. looking at the photo still on his phone. How <laughs> stupid can you be, dude? He's like, oh yeah, I guess it was my phone. He also had an Android. I don't, I don't know think that... he believed you, but at least you think he did, but I... You know, it made be, me feel better about myself. I honestly, never met. I, we never met. So yeah, who cares? I'm glad it happened personally. <laughs> Jared sure really are, paved Jared. the way for you to come into my life because that was <laughs> that was definitely the one that got the away. Contingent factor. Like yeah. many, it had that guy how, worked out, you wouldn't be here, Jared. I wonder Absolutely. how many screenshots missed coming back to me that you sent. Uh, you'll never know. know. You'll never know. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, I think we're gonna. I think we two is enough. We'll we have two more for next week that we'll sit on and wait, but we don't want to, you know, keep you too long Thanksgiving and all. Yes. Go uh, spend some time with your families. Go. Wait, in- I have a stanza. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. Oh, I felt inspired today. It's hit or miss these days with my inspiration, right. but it's Thanksgiving themed. Great. You want to hear it? Snap. Yeah. As Thanksgiving approaches and we reflect, we consider our gratitudes and our regrets did your year suck? Were you stuck in a rut? If you did, it's okay. Just don't ever give up. Because if someone like George Costanza can thrive, if someone like himself can keep himself alive, <laughs> then there's hope for you. Heck, there's hope for me too. Hope for anything that we ever desire to do. So eat holiday fixings and try to give thanks, because at least you're not George Costanza and you're not Chet Hanks. If you don't know who Chet Hanks is, <laughs> Google him and you'll be like, I don't have it. I'm doing okay. Oh my God. Chet I channeled Hanks. Dr. Seuss for this one. That's I thought nice. it was I really like, like it. But Chet Hanks, we haven't talked about him yet, but Google him and you'll see why you're, it's not so bad. I mean, it's not so bad. And you, he's really leading, or he was leading the charge of the QAnon rabbit hole for a while. So it's not so bad. You don't ever have to be sad. And you can be especially, especially gratefully glad. Wow. I love it. 
That was Bye, amazing. Bye, everyone. Max. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll leave you with Happy that. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.